This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is Thursday, 24th of February 2022. This is episode 199. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. This is mad. We should end it now. We should, we, we should end it. We should just Betty White it. <laughs> just get closer to 200, but just not quite make it. <laughs> uh, have next week's podcast just be like... Three minutes, and Damon got out of the shower, and the whole thing was a dream. <laughs> seems, seems, that seems familiar. Ah, what a day. What a, what a tiring day. I was really at my wit's end today. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. What happened? I just, every, like, everything. Like, at one point, I was just like, I have, there's nothing, there's, I was like, there's, like, three things in my life that give me joy. <laughs> I was really, I was, and I was struggling with, like, finding the third. Uh, it was like I I don't know. I was just like God. I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. I've been on. I this year has been a weird year for me. A real weird year. Um. I don't know. I I gotta I gotta go back to Mexico or something. I need to go fall. I need a kid to push me into a pool. Is what I need. Uh, ah, I've got a kid somebody's here. up. <laughs> There's a kid. Right on cue. I tried so quietly to get up. It's 5 a.m. here. Oh, no. Really quietly. But then she, she thought, oh, it must be morning time. Oh, so she's up. That's, guess, what, guess what? Guess what was number two? Baby Esther. Baby Esther was number two on my list. Oh. Yeah, so you can, t- you can take her. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, well, look. Uh, at least. At least. We've got lots of pro wrestling to talk about, don't we? Of New Japan variety. There's a lot, a lot going on. Kind of happy with that. There is. I might have to move things around because I'm I'm scared that we won't get through all of it. So my strong segment, I may have to bump oh. till the end. Oh. Uh, I'm thinking we I get, do go I, I guess Rocky's check didn't go through. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine if that were the case. Some people already think it is. I know. Isn't that great? But uh, as many people think we get paid by so many people, we should be millionaires. You know, we should be we should be Scrooge McDucking into a into a vat of of coins. <sighs> Lo and behold, I just got off a client call meeting. <laughs> I don't want to jump out a window. Uh, trust me, New Japan ain't giving a shit. As a matter of fact, they give us. You know, I take that back. There are people that give us plenty, and there are people that. Don't even know we're alive. So, whatever. One day, you know, I've told you this before, but the dream I had about being in a WhatsApp group with Okada. One day that's going to come true, I'm sure. <laughs> if I keep doing this long enough, one day he'll acknowledge me. I don't even, me. I don't, you know what? I don't even, what would I ask him? I'd be like, how you feeling? <laughs> I'd be like, you want to sprint? Want to race? <laughs> I bet I beat you. Yeah, let's go fishing. Let's go get some uh, ice cream. See, you're, you know what? You you're you're just a better person than I am. I just want to feel better than him. You want to like actually yeah go let's go fishing. That'd be nice. Ever go fishing? I I don't think I've, I did go fishing once. Uh, no, never. No, I don't think I would like it. Do you think you would like it? 
Not really. I just yeah. I don't like the idea of it. It just seems a bit cruel. But oh, listen to you, Mister Sushi Guy. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of fog? But that's it. I'm a massive hypocrite. I will, I will eat the animal once it's dead and processed and on my plate. But the actual right. process of killing it myself, I'm not interested. I don't want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, right. That's that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, here's all right. You know what I need to? I need I need help from our listeners. I need and I need help from you. I know I know we're off track already, but I I, I this is one of my big problems. So again, I work from home. I got uh, an office, home office that I work in. And I start early. I got a neighbor. And their dog barks. First of all, they leave the dog out all the time. And the dog barks and howls all fucking day long. And it's literally right against my window. What do I do? Have you asked the neighbor? Have you spoken to them about it? Or you Great question. don't feel comfortable doing that? I don't. I don't give a shit about that. If they spoke English, I would have no problem. They don't speak a drop of English. What language do they speak? Spanish. I think. And here's the thing, too. You want another thing? You want another little fun fact? So when they moved in, Charles like, I want to get them something for Christmas. Because it was right around Christmas time last year. Got them a plate of cookies. Big, big thing of cookies. Wasn't even acknowledged. Never acknowledged. I don't like them. That's very impolite. I thought so yeah, too. That's bad form. I, that, that bad form. I said, "What do I do about this fucking dog?" Besides poison, <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that, of course. What do you think, Esther? What should Damon do about the dog? Is there some sort of noise? I don't. Oh, I was thinking about like a dog whistle. <laughs> and I'll that train the dog. Crazy, wouldn't it? Right. Uh, right. Now, but here's the thing, though. Now I'm fucking training their dog. Like I'm like what? That's that's their responsibility, isn't it? Hmm. And here's the thing, that's Joel. A tough one. I think maybe we'll have to leave that one open for the listeners. Oh. So All right, I need help. Yeah, and give us suggestions what to do here. Yeah, I need Snowboy to check in on that. I need I need, I need Snowboy's advice on life. <laughs> he doesn't listen to us, can I? He doesn't. He hates I thought he Japan. listened. No, Snowboy. no he, thinks New, he thinks New Japan stinks. Ah, big bigger uh, AW fan. Snow, I love the snowboy. Right, who else can we can we tap into? I can't ask Ant- Antonio. Antonio, no. Yeah, Antonio, come on, Antonio. Help Antonio, us out with you this, think Antonio can help with this? Yeah. All right. Um, Mixelplex. Mixelplex, help us out. All right. How about how about uh, our friends in Texas? They like guns. Maybe they can get me. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke one. Oh dear. Uh, it's just really gotten to be a problem. It really has because again, there's dogs that bark all the time. I don't, I don't have a problem with a dogging, a dogging, a barking dog. I have a problem with it just all fucking day long, Joel. All day, I can't, I can't concentrate. I got to put, I got to put on earbuds in my own fucking house to work. Does that seem preposterous? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That must be really frustrating for you. Don't do this to me. Don't say that. Don't be like, don't be, don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Acknowledging your frustrations yeah, yeah. and being no, a, I mean, a sympathetic like, oh, That must be very frustrating. I know. You sound like my psychiatrist. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I got to explain myself. All right. it, like, you're, like you're acknowledging my feelings. I get it. Okay. Okay. I won't do that anymore. Fuck right. you. Fuck your feelings. That's, 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 that's actually, honestly, that's more honest. I wish you would say that to me. That would make me feel much better. And, and, and writing that fucking big check. At least she, I know she's listening to me. Uh, 
douchebag. You know what? I don't like her. I do like her, but she's what? Like, what your psychiatrist? Yeah, she's, she's so she does that all the time, and it drives me nuts. Oh my god, I sound like Tony Soprano right now, don't I? <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> oh, Meadow, stay away from the diners. Yeah, yeah, right. But it don't stop. By the way, journeys. Well, there we go. That's a great way to end the two hundredth episodes. Just yeah, <laughs> the Soprano. Somebody ending. shoot me in the head. <laughs> what? You know, you know, the journeys journeys ending. Just, just the, the, the episode yeah. just ends abruptly, and it was like, "What? What happened? Was that the ending? That yeah. can't be the ending." Mally's trying to parallel park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got onion rings for the table. Um, oh, I know that show. I've seen that show. Here's that's one of those shows where I've seen a ton of episodes, but I've never seen it in order. Like I, I'll just watch random bits of it. But I feel like I've seen the whole fucking series. That's one of them. I like that show. I do like it. All right, enough. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm, I'm, I'm off the rails today. <laughs> no, I like. I, I, I was actually planning on doing a Sopranos rewatch myself because I've watched it. You once, want to do it together? I think I was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When New Japan has eventually pissed us off to the point at which we don't want to watch anymore, we'll turn this into a Sopranos podcast. I would do. A, I would do a Sopranos, and I wouldn't even call it a rewatch for me because again, I feel like I've watched a lot of it, but I don't think I've watched it in order. Um, I would do that with you. I would do that with you. All right, done. I, I would do that. Let's do, we'll do, do an episode a week, with or without the New Japan like, talk. I'm telling you right now, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I really would. I would do it. I would. I swear to God, I would do it. All right, all right. We can't do this because now I'm excited about that. Uh, let's talk about New Japan again. There's a lot going on, so there, there is. I'm, I'm fucking the show up. So God. Okay, all right, let's go. I'll do straight into the Golden Series. Let's start uh, Saturday, February 19th in Hokkaido, Prefectural Sports Center. Uh, undercard, fine. Nothing really to write home about. Although, fourth match, Great Okan defeating Tomoaki Honma, 12 minutes, 15 seconds. Way better than it had any right to be. Yeah. And I always say that about these Honma singles matches. I'm not sure if you saw it, but uh, Honma is a guy that I hand wave because he's barely mobile. As I said on Twitter, he looks like a guy wrestling in a full suit of medieval armor. <laughs> but weirdly, when he does get these singles matches, he manages to make them uh, strangely compelling. And I do get into them, and they beat each other up a lot. They they slap the hell out of each other. And I thought that, that one was actually really good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, and the thing about him is is that uh, Honma is, you know, he's been all right. He's not, you know, he's not 23. And I and I'm oh, I'm saying that not to point at his physical shortcomings. I'm saying that to be like the guy's knows how to fucking get the most out of everything he, he has. Um, and I really felt like I saw that. And that's one thing I kind of that stuck with me was that you know he's trying as hard as he can. That's the one thing I cannot take away from him. He might not be able to do what his mind is asking his body to do, but at, at least his mind is fucking. You know, is is there, and he's. And you he's say smart. that, but in his promos, he's always going on. Ah, oh, this year I wanted to win the G one. Stop it! Go on to Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> you should worry about getting out of bed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but yeah, good stuff between them two, and the Okan singles match series continues. Uh, it's been yeah. good stuff there. I'm going to jump straight ahead to the sick match, which is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Championship four way match with. Team six or nine Ugh. winning the match. 12 minutes, 22 seconds. It was uh, Taguchi who got the 
the win over Tiger Mask with that number nine. And they became the 69th IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Classic catch says, have Kevin and Chris ever mentioned that Taguchi and Wato are called six and nine and that they're the 69th champions and that Taguchi was the 69th junior champion? Uh, well, Taguchi doesn't shut up about it. So even if Kevin and Chris don't cover it, I'm sure Taguchi's got you back there. Uh, these these sort of junior tag four-way matches, it's been a while since we've had a four-way, I mm. seem to recall. And they, they were a big feature of like the early Bushi Road days. Like you, you couldn't, every Wrestle Kingdom would open with a junior tag four-way. And there were criticism about that. People saying, oh, you know, just let them have a sink, uh, you know, two-on-two match. This is, everyone's getting lost in the shuffle. It's just a whole lot of nothing. But now that we don't see them so frequently, I was looking forward to this one. And I actually thought it was really, really good. I thought it was a, a nice showcase of the current junior division in New Japan. It was like they took, this is like basically half of the best of super juniors block from last year, dumped them all in the ring together and said, you know, go out there and do some fun stuff. And they were, there were a lot of crazy high spots there. Uh, I thought it was really well laid out, organized. It was a nice sprint. I thought perfect timing. You don't really want to go much over 12 minutes when you've got eight junior heavyweights flying around together. And I thought this one was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, they made, they made the most out of a situation where, you know, you're not going to have much time to shine, but when you do, you could do pretty much anything you you want to do. And you're right. You did. It was like, you know, like two thirds of the best of the super junior win that ring. That is a good point. Um, and the 69 references, of course, you know, look, you can't tell me Chris and Kevin don't like, like, like a good dick joke. Right. And, and they, and they, they can't, can't always find spots for it. So when they find the spot, they're going to, they're going to use it. They're, they're, you know, don't give them an opening. They, they're going to walk through it. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. A little disappointed that, um, I didn't see my heel turn. I was kind of hoping for that, but eh, you know, other predictions kind of came to pass. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was, I don't want to say it was a great match. I don't know if it was a very good match. I thought it was a good match that wasn't boring, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think I would rather have the junior tag championship match like this, like a 12-minute eight-man sprint, than being the main event of one of these Road 2 shows where they're going, you know, 35 minutes and they really shouldn't be. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's just because I've got sort of fatigue with the latter. But, uh, yeah, this was they felt like a breath of fresh air, personally. And here's the thing, too. Again, you give them the, the, the total match, that time restraint, and then you have, you know eight guys in the ring, you, when you have time to shine, you you can do your hottest move or you can do something spectacular in that time frame that the spotlight is on you in the match, right? So it kind of en- enhances the fact that you don't have to do much, but when you do do something, it can be pretty cool. So, yeah. All right. So now we got the 69th champions. Good, good, good for Taguchi. You know, he's a guy that probably... Uh, and again, I hate saying deserves having a championship. He probably deserves to have some gold around his waist, right? Yeah, I think so. I think his work has been solid to good. Yeah. And at some point, it's very, very good. That's, again, we said that about most people in New Japan, but right. tap on the shoulder to Gooch is always great to watch. Right. And that's exactly what that division feels like. You know, that that always at least very good, you know, or good, you know, always at least good. That's, that's the, the tag situation for juniors. But, 
and I will say this, it does kind of freshen things up a little bit, right? Because we were left, you know, we were just going back and forth between ELP and, 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 uh, and, uh, you know, Bullet Club and, and, and they might be breaking up soon. If you watch the backstage stuff, there's definitely a bit of distance growing between him and Ishimori. So there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, there's Bullet Club's Bullet Club's in trouble. I guess merch yeah, sales. Yeah, we'll come on to that. That's in when we start talking about strong. We have a lot of questions about that and one Jay Huayto, but uh, we'll save that for now. Let's go on to the seventh match here, which was the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Championship match with the champions. Bishamon, as they're calling themselves now, uh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto defeating the challengers Yujiro Takahashi and Evil in 60 minutes, 51 seconds with a shot off. And I suppose the notable thing here was Goto must have sat down and listened to the Super J cast episode with Kevin Kelly, where Kevin was imploring the Chaos Boys to fight back and he brought a big stick with all hoops on the end of it. And that seemed to make the difference. And he, he beat up the House of Torture with his stick. So it was just... A load of sticks at war here. There was uh, Yujiro's rod and Yoshihashi's pole and just lots of sticks in the ring. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I suppose these House of Torch matches, for me, now fall into two categories, well, three categories now. The one is where there's all the shenanigans and bullshit and uh, dick punches and ref bumps and dick togo and House of Torture win and the baby faces and referee look like idiots and everyone gets annoyed. Or where the baby faces manage to overcome the odds and uh, we actually get a decent finish to the match that doesn't have a load of shit that uh, causes you to break your suspension of disbelief. And uh, the good guys win and everyone's happy and people like me go, oh yeah, look, this House of Torture thing works because when the good guys win, it's it's fun and enjoyable. And then I would say that the outlier, the third kind of match where they actually wrestle a clean finish like Evil and uh, Ishii did last week, uh, but yeah, this fell into the second category. I, I quite like this. I thought this was decent. Yeah, this was Bill Watts, a fucking you know, standing tall, you know, with his bat in the ring, warding off you know Eddie Gilbert and the Russians. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's look this. What they're trying to do is create this heel faction that you know runs roughshod over the promo, and we all get it. And then you know. Here come your baby faces to to unite and and take care of business, right? Uh, the problem is is that a nobody cares about the heels, and b uh, nobody really kind of is you know asked for this, and c you know the guy who's winds up looking like out of all this and of all that we've seen, who's the guy that looks the strongest so far? Hiroki Koto, right? A guy that you know. Let's be honest here. Not, not many people have them on their shirt list of favorite wrestler. So favorite dad, yes, favorite wrestler, new. Yeah, right. So okay, all right. I mean, if this this is a good, solid mid card feud, and as long as it stays good, solid mid card feud, I'm going to be truthful. I don't have any problem with it. And I kind of yes, and as long as, as sorry, so, solid, good, solid mid card feud doesn't uh, mutate into three solid. Good, no four. So I don't want to see Sho and Yo going at it, and Evil and Ishii going at it, and Bishamon and Evil and Yujiro going at it, and the six man right. championships going over it within the space of like two shows. That's too much. Like uh, once on a big show like this, fine. Correct, correct. I mean, not for nothing, but I think we got a a, a good fill of Yujiro on top. You know, of a, of a of two cards, which is you know, I don't know. I, I, I 
I'm kind of over that. So yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said. If this were just stuck in in a yeah, it didn't doesn't bleed over to 15 matches on the show. That'd be great too. Yeah, so good point. Main event was the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match with Sanada defeating the champion Hiroshi Tanahashi in 29 minutes 26 seconds with a Japanese leg roll clutch to become the 13th United States champion. Mm. Uh, Bash says, is Sanada winning the US belt from Tana the new Rainmaker shock as referred to on commentary? What's it with this belt being a one defense belt and being flipped so much? Mox to Archer, to Tana, then to Kenta, back to Tana and now to Sanada. Do you think he gets a run with the belt? Uh, Matthew says, I really like Sanada to get a good run with it, to get him having regular defenses, some more technically based matches as opposed to the more hardcore rules. It's mostly been defended under recently. And Andrew says, fantasy book the Sonata US tour. Will it start a new boom period in US wrestling? <laughs> um, not sure about that, but I thought this was a really, really good match. It exceeded my expectations because these two can be really good. I've seen them have great matches in the G1, but as I said on the preview, Sonata can be very hit or miss. I actually think this was one of his best performances. I think it was wrestled at a pace that didn't expose him. I feel when you get to the very sort of high-paced, intricate, uh, back and forth reversal spots in New Japan main events. He can get a bit lost sometimes and things tend to fall apart. But we didn't get that at all here. Sloppy Sonata did not turn up. So maybe it was wrestling the match at a, a Tanahashi pace that helped him. And I thought it showcased his strengths. It, it played into his strengths as a, a grappler. You know, when he does those uh, pinning combination back and forth, he's very good, very smooth with those. And one thing I thought we saw from him, which we don't usually see, is we actually saw a lot of fire going into that closing stretch. He, he fired up. He was shouting. He was passionate. He was laying the forearms in. I mean, I know he'd, his strikes couldn't break an egg, but the fact that he showed those emotional levels to his performance, I really enjoyed. So I thought this was a really good match. Didn't that say it's welcome? And dare I say, it, I'm looking forward to seeing what his United States Championship reign looks like. Okay. Uh, and... and- Again, last week I talked about you know that it. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Sonata did win. Um, I think a lot of credit that was put on Sonata in this match can really be transferred over to Tanahashi, who no doubt called this match, who no doubt made him shine. Let me take that back. Helped him to shine. Um, and I think a lot of that credit um, needs to go to Hiroshi Tanahashi. Like, there's no He's so good at that. Yeah, yeah. like he, knowing. Okay, I'm wrestling this guy. These are what his strengths are. These are what his weaknesses are. Hide the weaknesses, showcase the strengths, and he more often than not manages to get the best out of his opponent. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, if if I were a betting man, Tanahashi's calling that match, uh, and 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 and. That's the result. Now, again, if you told me last week, if you if you said, "Hey, this is the Sonata you're getting. This is the ceiling that you're getting," I would be thrilled with that. I'd be very happy with that. Um, I still think that Sonata has another level. I don't even think this was in. You know, this wasn't a great Tanahashi match, but this was a really good Sonata match. Don't you think? Yes, yeah, absolutely. As far as Sonata matches go, like I said, one of his best in recent memory. Right, right. So th- I think that's what makes it so front and center. One, that you know we're starving for good matches. So I think there's a little bit of a curve. Two, just that, that's not to say that this was not a, a very good match. It was a very good match. 
Tanahashi's in the ring there, and he's helping making that happen. Um, because we've seen Sonata with other dance partners, and here's the thing: we've seen Sonata with Tanahashi too. It's not like you know, it it, it always works. But hey, look, the planets were aligned. Sonata found a way to make it happen. Tanahashi helped them through it, and uh, listen, we got we we got ourselves a good match, and and. Uh, I would recommend people who haven't seen it to watch. I, I, that's that's the level I thought of good we were at. Outstanding. Okay, so Sunday, February the 20th, the second day of the New Year's Golden Series in Hokkaido. I am going to skip ahead to the sixth match, which was the KPW 2022 Championship match. Toriano defeating Minoru Suzuki, 30 minutes, 48 seconds. 30 minutes. In the, the 13. A 13? <laughs> Felt like 30. Oh, uh, in the dog cage match. Look, I said, you know, people getting excited when Suzuki won that Rambo at Wrestle Kingdom. was like, oh, okay, he's going to have a long reign and have sort of, you know, Pancrase style matches. And no, 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 no. He's, he's keeping it warm for Yano. This is the Yano comedy belt. This is just to give Toriano something to do, uh, for better or for worse. If you like it, great. This is what you're getting. Otherwise... KOPW, it's a, just just a hand wave for me. It's the Yano Comedy mid-card belt. What, what do you want? This match was horrible. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, was it your worst match of the year so far? Um, Least favorite? Yeah. It's up there, it's, isn't it? It's up there or down there. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, I, don't, I wasn't expecting anything. So... Yeah, it was. You know, the, the fact that it was only thirteen minutes, fine. I mean, the where KOPW takes the piss is when it starts going over 20, 25 minutes. Then it's like, what are we doing here, guys? Well, even even Suzuki has a brain. You know, he's not going out there and doing fucking thirty minute gimmick matches. You know what I mean? Like he's going to keep it short and sweet. Like every one of those matches that he did on the, that last tour, I, I don't think anyone was over fifteen minutes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, look. That's fine. It's Yano's little play thing. I still blame Okada for this whole thing. I blame. I blame. Oh, it's advertising, of- wasn't it? I mean, oh. if it had Yano been proposing it and suggesting, oh, you know, I've got this idea and I can have funny matches with silly stipulations, then at least we know what we were getting. But we were, we were misled, Damon. Always, we always are. And here's the thing: I hate to say it, and people are going to be like, oh, but history is on my side on this one. Every time they come up with one of these wacky belts or championships or ultimate, you know, the U30 champion and the fuck, every time. And I know I only gave one example, but I'm sure there was others. They, they all just kind of flop. <laughs> they all just kind of just. <laughs> this is another one. I don't know. I don't know why they keep going with it. That's what I don't understand. Like, I don't know. I, you know what they, I think this is all just a big marketing ploy. So that they can get dopes to vote, they, like you don't have to submit your email address, do you? You just you, like, you just no, press it's the, just on, ah, on Twitter. Uh, Twitter polls. Then I'm an idiot. Then I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I thought maybe they had some way to track and you know <laughs> just say people's marketing. Details, yeah, that's yeah. what I really thought it was. All right, uh, then it's then it's then it's even worse than I thought because now there's really no purpose whatsoever than just to give Yano something to do. So all right, whatever, fuck it, who cares, right? Uh, speaking of who cares, never six-man tag championship match with House of Torture show Yujiro Evil defeating Yo, Yoshihashi, and Goto. 17 minutes, 7 seconds. Yujiro, huge, huge, getting the pin over Yoshihashi following the big juice. Uh, Andrew says, can you evaluate House of Torture's 2022? 
as Golden Series moved them closer to love, to closer to love to hate than straight up hate. <sighs> nah, I'm at, I'm at. Fast forward to I see a finish and then rewind maybe two or three clicks. <laughs> That's where I'm at with House of Torture. I don't know about you, Joel. Uh, I don't know. They're kind of growing on me. Really? They're, this might it, this might be my sort of uh, belligerent, uh, brainworms, shinihon freak kind of way where I just like see everyone shitting on them and thinking, ah, come on, they're all right. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, they, I mean, this was match was okay. Again, Six-man championship belt, absolutely fine spot for House of Torture. I think, you know, all the, the silliness and the shenanigans, it, it kind of works within the context of those matches. I just don't want to see too much of it. I don't want to see Sho and Yo doing the shit that they did for God God knows how long that was. I've tr- tried to erase that from memory. That actually would be probably my worst match of the year so far. Mm. Uh, but this never six-man championship, fine. They, they can keep that. Because okay. as much as I love the Chaos Reign, and I thought that was fantastic. I don't think that was sustainable long-term. I mean, you can't do 36-minute Corrigan Hall defences all the time and it needed freshening up. And I'm okay with these guys having it. It can be like a fun little long-term story. Who's going to dethrone the, the dastardly heel champions? Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's fine. Okay, uh, uh, fine. I will say this, though. And again, we're in, it's February 23rd here in, on the East Coast in the U.S. of A., uh, just a simple yes or no. Have the never six man titles who who uh, a title that struggled in the past to have anyone give a shit about? Uh, have its and and last year had its uh shine a little shinier. Uh, has it taken a step back? Yes or no? Yes. I mean, yes. how could it not right. when you're having these big half-hour work rate matches compared to 15-minute uh, shenanigan matches? I mean, that's, there's no way around that. But I would say they haven't brought the prestige of the belts down to the level that it was before Chaos had them. Mm, okay. I'm, um, I think it's on. Uh, it's got one foot on a banana peel and the other one on the grave, in the grave. So um, it's it's a slippery slope. I'll come up with another sliding analogy in a moment. But it's like Astro Lube on your hand. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there was a lot of work that went into making those titles special, and it just feels like ooh, it's losing it's losing that shine. The main event was the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship with Kazuchika Okada in a second defense against Tetsuya Naito. 29 minutes, 34 seconds. Okada winning via Rainmaker. Lovely. Oh, this was so good. This yeah. was so good. This might be the best match they've had together, just purely from an in-ring standpoint. I mean, nothing is going to beat the atmosphere inside the Tokyo Dome on January 5th, 2020, and just fans just losing their shit and celebrating like football fans when he's landing that Stardust press to win the title. Nothing's going to top that. But the in-ring from this match was better than that one and that one I thought was pretty fucking great that one I thought was an all-time but this one I mean I I cannot think of two wrestlers in in this era at least with better synergy and chemistry than these two guys just like every second of this was some sort of reference or, or play on sequences that they had in prior matches it's just like this one big organic 
evolving storyline between the two where they're countering each other's moves and they know each other inside out and everything flows perfectly. The the counters, the transitions are just smooth as silk. This is just such, such great pro wrestling. This might be one of the best pro wrestling matches I've seen. Wow. And not particularly flashy. I mean, you know, this is not uh, Okada and Omega or Okada and Osprey doing these sort of 500 mile an hour, big high spots with, you know, big flips and stuff. But just the the, the technical quality of this match and the execute execution was it was near flawless and all the little callbacks all the the little ways they played into the the spots from previous matches like they did a little callback to the finishing sequence from wrestle kingdom 14 and just just little twists on it oh this time okada managed to reverse the valentia into his uh sit out power driver whatever whatever it's called it was just magnificent and I, I almost got angry in a way watching this that the clap crowd environment was unworthy of mm. a match this good. So that was one thing I was just like, oh, you know, if only this was in front of real fans. And also the that like, what are they doing? You know, burning Naito for Okada's second defense on the the February tour. What's going on here? <laughs> but there was a lot of talk from Naito afterwards saying he wants to be in the Tokyo Dome main event next year. So you know, maybe that's just empty talk but i think there could be something to that i think this feud continues to be a money drawing feud i don't think this match has devalued it in any way and i would still be just as excited to see it the next time because they're so fucking good at yeah. wrestling each other uh so a few questions here andrew says if you don't take the crowd into account where does that rank in the okada naito matches louis says i'm a naito guy but that main event of news golden series was so good where else are we going to get two wrestlers who can still get a crowd invested when there's only clapping around? I mean, we say clap crowds. The clap crowd was just like, fuck the clapping. When it came to Naito doing that uh, Stardust press spot, they were they were yelling with the best of them. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah so Louis said, will we get Okada versus Naito at next year's main event of Wrestle Kingdom? So your thoughts, Damon? Well, I agree with everything you said, number one. Um, at the end of the day, this match gave me a lot of hope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you watch that match and it's like, okay, maybe things aren't that bad. <laughs> um, and, and another thing, it, and even with these shows, it's like it really showed that the, the cream rises to the top. And it shows like what, like the guys that are still head and shoulders ab- uh, above other, other guys in this promotion, like those two guys. And it helps because they have tremendous chemistry together, as you said. Um, but they're just unbelievable pro wrestlers that, that, yeah, you're, 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 you're blown away at how good they are and how good they are together. Um, I would have no problem seeing it again. And that's, that's another thing too. Like, like I don't like, it's one of those feuds and series that I, I wouldn't get tired of, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get tired of Okada and Kenny. I would never get tired of Tanahashi and Okada. They could go, they have another five matches in the series. Uh, and, and here's the thing, though the common denominator is Okada. He's so fucking good. It's painful. Like, it, like it was, it's amazing when Okada was on his run and people were like John Cena in him, you know? Like, oh, he doesn't fucking lose. Okada wins again. Like, that, those absolute Neanderthals. Who who went on that fucking that that's just what a bunch of mouth breathers, just the worst. Uh, and 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 again, the the proof of the the proof. You, you just watch this match. Two years two years after the fact, 
uh, of, of people complaining about Okada winning. You, you, they go out there and, and, and give that kind of performance. Yeah, just great pro wrestling. Like, there's a lot to be down on, but every once in a while, like, here's the thing with New Japan. They still find a way to deliver really good main events in big spots. They And they have done that throughout this pandemic. Like, the undercards might be absolute garbage, and you might fast forward through 90% of this fucking show. Boy, if you stick around for the fucking main events, they are a, they are a joy. And, and and look, it might be a problem. It might be something that's concerning. But head and shoulders, man. Tanahashi, Okada, Naito, and the fourth guy. Listen, I like to put Shingo in that mix. But you could definitely put Ishii in that mix. Or you could put fucking Ibushi in that mix. That's fine. But this promotion, man. They, those three guys are just whew, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like they, they have to go down in history as one of the three best combos, you know, of all time of any promotion. I mean, you might have to go back and be like, okay, Flair, Steamboat, and Terry Funk. Okay. Definitely can we can argue. You could go Kawada, Misawa, and 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 I don't know who you want to put fucking put in the, in the mix. Stan Hansen, you want to fucking put uh, you know Steve Williams, uh, you know I, I, whoever. All Japan nine nineties, fine. Uh, and you want to go, you know, you can go New Japan, Chono, Muda, Hashimoto. I mean, there's eras where you can make that argument. That's this era's argument. That's our representation. And and I'm telling you, man, like they're they, they are hard to fucking beat, those three. Hard to fucking beat. And and if you need proof of that, in this era of dog shit and of clap crowds and of everything that is so depressing in pro wrestling being fucking belly button deep in it, you got those three motherfuckers putting on performances like that that make you it, it gives you hope. It gives you fucking hope. Yeah, I think when it comes to high-end main events, nobody can touch New Japan. I mean, they've certainly had their problems and, you know, the bookings, maybe not what it was, and the quality of the cars top to bottom are not as high as they were. But when it comes to great main events, I don't think there's any other promotion in the world that can do it quite like New Japan does. And I thought with these two shows, in a lot of ways, they put their best foot forward. I, I came away from these shows having enjoyed them and been excited about the promotion and the future, uh, which I haven't always been able to say about some of these New Japan shows. But yeah, I thought overall the, this weekend of shows in uh, Hokkaido were, were pretty good. Not that they've been given the opportunity, Joel, but do you think that there's anyone else in that roster that's at that level? I think Will Ospreay is on that level personally. Okay. I think it's, I think he is a great pro wrestler. I really do. And he's had some fucking spectacular. Don't get me wrong. Great pro wrestler. I don't know if I put him up. Also, there's not just him doing it with the likes of Okada or whatever. It's not just the high-level New Japan guys and Shingo and Ibushi. It's the fact that he's doing it everywhere in the UK with people like Michael Oku or or Ricky Knight Jr. or whomever. I mean, to me, that's the sign of a guy who's pretty fucking good at pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I struggled to put him at that, like put him there. Um, 
It's because you're a big old social justice warrior, Damon, mm. and you can't get over his tweets. That's why. There's always been more problems with him. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> Guilty. All right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Shingo, you could argue too, right? I don't know. I just, but I just, I just. All right. Let me ask you this. I know I say, let me ask you this. And I'm, why don't I just ask you? I don't know why I ask permission. Is Abushi in that mix? Mm. I would go Abushi above Will. Just... Yeah. I don't know. Just, I, w- I would say Ibushi a shade below. Because wow. Look at that. Just there, there, I think he's an amazing pro wrestler and I love him, but there, there have been matches that I think have gone off the rails with people. And I'm thinking about like that weird G1 block decided with Kenta and the the G1 final with Sonada. There, there've just been matches where he hasn't been able to elevate his opponent the way that a lot of the other names you mentioned can. He's had a long history in other promotions too. Oh. Booze is going to kill me. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> so much heat from evidence. Let me ask you this. Who would you rather sleep with? What? Uh, Ibushi or Will? Yeah. Well, definitely Ibushi. Yeah? Yeah, of okay. course. I don't know. Maybe, I think beautiful, Will, beautiful man. I think Will would like tug your hair and shit, make you, make you feel dirty. <laughs> I don't, what yeah, I would not about. enjoy that. <laughs> you do. I know it. This <laughs> kid's <right>. crawling. <laughs> And you could talk in, you know, you know, British accent to British accent. It'd be fucking great. Oh, I'm, I'm getting See, turned that's on. The, that's the thing. Like, a lot of British people can't stand his accent. He's got that Essex accent. And I think that's part of the gimmick. I think that works in his favor as a heel. But I think British people tend to react more viscerally to his accent. Wow. Than British people do. Give me, well, I, as an American, what, I don't, I don't, what's the difference? What am I, what am I, li- is it like, is it like a Manchester thing where you can't fucking understand Liam Gallagher at all? It's it's basically just a southern accent, but I don't know. I, I can't really express this without getting myself cancelled. Okay, um, so I never get a word that I would never use that people would have used in the past. No, we're not which doing I, I do not condone the use of is chav. Okay. They would say he's got a chav accent, but I don't use that word. It's okay. a bad word. Is it a bad word? Well, it's, I don't know. Is, is it? it? I'm asking. I, I don't know. It's just it, it was. Okay. I mean, we we've never used anniversary it. event. I don't want to talk about this. Sorry, anymore. yeah, yeah. I'm not right. comfortable. Right. Uh, right. So Tuesday, March the first, at the uh, Nippon Budokan, we have the anniversary event coming up. First match, we got Oiwa, Yo, and Tiger Mask against Sho, Yujiro, and Evil. Second match, we have Minoru Tanaka, Takamichinoku, and Taichi against oh. El Fantasmo, Ishimori, and Bad Luck Farley. Third match is an interesting one. We've got the Glate Boys. It's El Lindemann, T Hawk, and Sima against Doki, Kanemaru, and Desperado. Now, I'm looking forward to this one, and I'm quite excited about the possibility of further collaboration between uh, the Stronghearts guys and New Japan. Because there's been a a lot of talk from Desperado about matches with the likes of El Lindemann, something that I would love to see. What do you think, Damon? Do you think with this on the anniversary show and with SEMA in the New Japan Cup, do you think we're likely to see more collaboration between uh, Stronghearts and New Japan? Uh, I will say no, and I'll tell you why. Look, I don't know if you've if you're, uh, you got your ears to the uh, to the news, but Japan's opening up a little bit, and restrictions are being and there's a lot of optimism, a lot of optimism in that new Japan office. Everybody's got a little pep in their step, 
So uh, I think I think they were hoping it would be before New Japan Cup. I I, I kind of get that sense that they were kind of hoping it would be before, but I think things are 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 shaping up to be an interesting summer. And I don't know if there's going to be room. What do you think of that? I don't think there's going to be room. So uh, I'll say they will be used sparingly at best. Okay, the fourth match then, Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, Kiryoshi Tenzan, and the returning Kota Ibushi against uh, the Empire Boys. They're back. Uh, Aaron Hanari, Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and Great Okan. Fifth match, we've got a special 10-man tag match with Shiro Koshinaka, Toriyano, Ishii, Honma, Makabe against Bushi, Hiromu, Shingo, Naito, Sanada. Sixth match, another special tag match where the heavyweight champions are facing the junior champions. So we've got Bishamon, Yoshihashi, and Goto against uh, Team 6 or 9, Master Wato and Ryusuke Taguchi. Seventh match, main event, NJPW 50th anniversary special match, Tatsumi Fujinami, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada versus Yoshiaki Fujiwara, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Sabre Jr. That wow. is, uh, I mean, a huge feather in the cap of Zack being in the match alongside those legends, isn't it? It is. I mean, look, it is a very fire pro wrestling type fucking main event. And on paper, it is really cool. And trust me, there are pro wrestling fans that are like got they have a boner over this like this is like this is a real cool on paper match i don't want to be the wet blanket uh, i don't want to be the party pooper i don't want to be the debbie downer uh two-thirds of the people in that fucking ring are 70 plus okay we're not getting you know tatsumi fujinami of 1984 uh but again, the coolness factor of seeing the all these guys in the ring, especially like the the, the you know, it's, it's a cool fucking thing. It, it I'm not that does not like I'm excited for it. I will watch it. Um, I think with smoke and mirrors, they can they can make this work. Um, so it is. Look, it's cool. I got look. I have a smile on my face thinking of it. Um. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let that I'm not gonna let that dissipate. I'm not just because of we're in the year 2022. Fuck that. Let's have some fun. Let's enjoy this one. Um, because it because because on paper it is a fucking cool main event. Yeah, I feel that this this is a card that is not something that is getting me excited for like, oh, you know, this is going to be the work rate match of the year classic. This is the celebration, their 50th anniversary. So I think it's appropriate that they are leaning into the the nostalgia and the celebration of the past. I mean, it, it's better to, you know, wheel out the likes of Fujinami and, and Fujiwara and have them in these showcased six-man tag matches on very, very special occasions rather than, you know, doing what no would do and probably putting their heavyweight championship on, on guys like this. <laughs> oh, so. that's a dig. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. I can't imagine the tweets you're going to get. Nobody listens to the show. Don't worry. They, they'd agree with me. Come on. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, this is a, an anniversary show that I think is is all about the celebration of the past and the present rather than being something like, oh, you've got to watch this. This is going to be a, an amazing match. Yes, I would agree with that one hundred percent. But again, I will, I will, I'll watch. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to this match. I am. So they won me. 
And then the very next day, Wednesday, March the 2nd, also at Nippon Budokan, we have the opening round, or the first few matches from the New Japan Cup 2022. And all the champions are entering. It was a 48-man bracket. Jesus so it's so close to being 50. It was so close to being right, but uh, there you go. I don't know, what, what do you think happened there if they had uh, maybe two people pull out or something? But anyway, th- this is what we've got. So uh, the card for Wednesday would be Sima against Takamichinoku, Honma against Yoshihashi, Nagata against Goto, Makabe against Jeff Cobb, Yano against Taichi, Tanahashi versus Yo, Naito versus Yujiro, so Team No Limit finally having their uh, one-on-one clash, and main event, Okada, heavyweight champion, against Despi, the junior champion. So that will be kicking off the New Japan Cup. And David, when they announced the 48 men in this New Japan Cup, Mm -hmm. you know what the first thing I thought of was? What's that? The holiday Christopher Mace and his pick'em videos. We don't have one yet, but I'm really hoping that we do. I've tried to reach out to him you on did? social media. Yeah, I haven't had a response yeah. yet, but I really hope that he does. Because oh my god, all four what a treat they are. A what, a, what an absolute joy! I forgot all about him. I mean, that guy and, and his pick'ems is is a is a yearly. Uh, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a. I circle it on my calendar. Oh. Yeah, we're a big celebrate, big party in the Super Jcast discords. Even Voices of Wrestling Slack get excited about it. it, it Christopher Mace is someone who unites the the wrestling fandom. And and again, it is about his joy of pro wrestling and his very. He's like he's like a, he's like you know like a Las Vegas bookie. You know, he's like sharp as attack. His picks. Um, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't believe you reached out. You haven't heard. Come on. It was very important. Listen, that's a big bracket. He's probably still figuring it out. He's probably trying to figure (laughs) out how to pronounce half those fucking names. His head's going to (laughs) explode. God almighty. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, "Ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club Slab Pack, and, and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards and yeah you can open it and look it's going to be junk you're you you know what i mean like you know what you're probably going to get in those maybe you find that fun and sometimes i do sometimes i like just opening up cards and saying hey look at some random cards whatever but if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs and it ends up being you know almost nothing you know nothing of value not with arena club you can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading, so you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded 
by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Let's talk about these lineups then. I, I don't mean to mock Damon, but I do always enjoy when when we, I say we as a, a fandom, work ourselves into a frenzy before the tournaments with completely mental ideas for surprise entrance. And, you know, we go from, oh, it's going to be Kento Miyahara versus Hiroshi Tanahashi in the first round and Keno versus Naito. And, and then a day later, we're, Here's Chase Owens versus Shadow. Uh, so, uh, Slam says, is 48 entries too many for New Japan yes. Cup, given the struggles booking-wise that New Japan has suffered over the last year? What faith do you have that they'll be able to make this something fans will want to follow rather than dive in at the finals? Rice says, is there no way New Japan could have sourced two more wrestlers to enter the New Japan Cup to make the participant number 50 outside of the hypothetical novelty of having 50 wrestlers on the 50th anniversary? Is there any benefit to making the tournament field anywhere near this big? Bash says, uh, the New Japan Cup doesn't have the spiciest lineup. Do you like the mix of juniors, heavies, and young lions in the cup? I think it's good for the young lions to be in so they can get some experience in singles matches where they're not against each other. Uh, so, Damon, excuse my alarm. Uh, what <laughs> are your initial reactions <laughs> to the list of names? Um, people are going to need that alarm to, to have that this fucking tournament. Trust me. <laughs> uh, look, it is complete and utter nonsense. <laughs> Let's be honest. That. They they used everyone they could to fucking fill out that. Is, is there anybody on that roster that you can think of off the top of your head that is, I mean, besides like Jay White, who's not coming over. Um, is there anybody else that you could think of that is not on that fucking bracket? They've used every human being they possibly could that is associated with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, yeah, that's, that's what makes me think that maybe it was 50 initially, but then... They yeah. lost two guys for whatever reason. Uh, also notable, Juice and Finley not coming over. So I mean, that, that kind of makes me think they they're not might coming be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, look, uh, I again, as I said before, I think that they probably had other ideas to fill out that that bracket, and they were caught between a rock and a hard place. And they, you know, I don't know for whatever reason they couldn't change. I don't know, or they didn't. And they just said, fuck it. We're just going with this. Um, I just, I, I'm just like the random buys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like. Got so, people are so upset about that. We've got questions really? on that. Mark says, by the way, I don't understand how the buys work. It bisects the roster unevenly. What big names do you think go bye-bye before round two? And what would you like to see buy a bite at the biannual title challenge? Hey, guys, it's me, Jam says. I'm begging you to justify how every person to not have to compete in the first round of the New Japan Cup earn their buy. There must be a reason, and it's up to you to find it. So we're looking at guys like Wato, Tenzan, Togo, Kanemaru, Fardley, Gedo, Kojima, 
Fujita, Suzuki, Tamatonga, Tiger Mask, Tangaloa, El Phantasmo, Sanada, Doki, and Ishimori all getting biased to the second round. And I mean, the, the simple answer is that if they put all those guys in the first round, then the first round will be fucking unwatchable. So they've just done it for the sake of uh, trying to spread out the shit matches yeah. <laughs> evenly across the first and the second rounds. Uh, if you're telling me to find a, a kayfabe reason why these people uh, have got buys, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I, the best I could come up with is there was a massive rock paper scissors game, and there's your winners. It makes no sense. I don't. I don't know. No one knows. No one. Uh, who knows? Right. Um, I and here's the thing too. They had to do it because are you really going to sit through? That first round, that first round would be just a fucking nightmare. Um, so yeah, we, we this New Japan Cup would last, you know, after the final bell, the winner would be like, okay, G1 starts. <laughs> Christ, it'd be terrible. Um, yeah, I'm, Joe, I, 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 look, I wish I had an answer. It makes no sense. Um, a lot of this is just filler, it feels like. Um, to me, I don't th- I think you follow the champions to find um to find your next challengers. I don't think there's any f- any champions that go on to you know super deep in this. But yeah, you're you're looking for your champions for title defenses to fill out your shows later on. But yeah, it's like looking at this it just gives me a fucking headache. Um yeah, I mean, and here's the thing too. Like predicting this is an absolute for for I would say for more than half of this is is just flip a fucking coin, right? Are you mean to tell me? I mean, you would think. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Like Sema versus Let's start Pickums. Are we going to do them? Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Let's do it. You, you got the bracket there? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. All right, now, because there's 48 men, we're going to have to be quite quick with this. So I'm just going to be brief, unless I feel that there's something to say about the particular matchup. Okay. Uh, okay, let's start from top left. Uh, Okada against Despi. Uh, is the non-zero chance of Despi winning? Zero. Right. Yeah, zero. Okay, so Okada's winning there. Okay. Uh, yep, I go Okada there as well. Uh, but nice showcase for, for Despi, and nice that they're doing the heavyweight champ versus junior champ match, uh, even if it's not at the anniversary show. So I'm glad that they got that in, and it should be a fun match. Uh, then, Yano fuck, how are we going to do this with the buys? Um, okay, yeah, let's do yeah, uh, Yano Taichi. Oh, you do again. Taichi. That one, that one's quite tricky because you never know with Yano. But I think, I mean, I believe Taichi went out very early on last year, so I'm going to pick Taichi to win this one. Yeah, I would hope. I mean, uh, uh, to see Yano versus because the next match would be against Tenzan, who got a buy for whatever reason. Um, Imagine Yano Tenzan. Holy fuck. No, thank you. But even Taichi Tenzan doesn't sound that appetizing, but okay. No, Taichi Tenzan will be good. They'll, they'll kick yeah. slash slap each other hard. That'll All be right. decent. They'll be better than people think it will be. But uh, So we're both going Taichi? Sh- sh- sure, yes. Um, and then okay. Nagata Goto. Imagine Queen Goto there. I really? don't know. I, I mean, fucking. I think Nagata could win. But, but here's the thing. Again, you always try to fucking map out. So the winner of Nagata Goto is faces Dick Togo, mm. who why? Why? Yeah, again, forty eight. <laughs> all right, we get. Oh my god, why is he even? Okay, 
So to me, it makes more sense to have Goto and Togo, right? Just because all the letters are the same, you just mix them up. Um, and we've got this ongoing chaos house of torture yep. feud, so it fits into that. So Goto there, I, I will say yes, Goto. Okay. And then we've got Seema against Takamichinoku. I think that's a Seema win. <sighs> no, come on. Taka is the, the job guy. He's only there to eat pinfalls. He's not beating Seema. You would think. And Kanemaru would be the opponent, so it wouldn't make any sense to have Taka beat. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, Seema. Tanahashi versus Yo. Again, I think a nice showcase match for Yo. That's one that I'll circle in the calendar and look forward to, but Tanahashi's winning that. I would think so because, again, predicting the future, it, it would. What would, you, what would you trust more? Tanahashi in the ring with Bad Luck Fale or Yo in the ring with Bad Luck Fale, who has a bye? How that has bad has bad luck folly been in a ring this year besides the rumble? I'm scratching my head. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can remember. I don't even think he's been in a uh, he's Chase Owens, right? Was he in there with Chase Owens or like a like a multi man tag sometimes? But yeah, he gets a bye. So it's it's gotta be Tanahashi Fale, right? Yo cannot handle mm. Fale at this point, right? Agreed. Okay. All right. So then I'll go Tanahashi there. Then we've got the team no limit. Match up here, Naito against Yudro. I'm looking forward to that. I think they'll be, they'll, they'll be uh, pretty good and maybe some little lore callbacks to the, their tag team that they had together. But Naito's winning. <sighs> Haven't had an upset yet, you know, just FYI. Um, but again, looking for the future. It's Ghetto, and it's got to be Tanahashi because Yujiro Ghetto. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, okay. Uh, Naito moves on. And then Makabe against Cobb, Jeff Cobb to win that. Uh, yes, because it would be Kojima Cobb who had to buy Kojima, so I'll take Cobb. And they, and I and there's no way he's fucking losing. Please, I think Jeff Cobb's moves pretty fucking deep in this actually. And then Hodmo against Yoshihashi. I've, Yoshihashi is the winner. <sighs> yeah, my brain says that. My heart says Hodma. And, and come on, come on. No, I mean, you got a fucking a young, young lion next. Why not? I mean, he no, can. It's not a, no, it's not a young lion next. Uh, I, I oh, yes, there is. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. I didn't scroll down far enough. Come on, dude. Scared the hell out of me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and Honma could definitely win that, right? I don't know. Are we I really doing Honma against Jeff yes. Cobb? And, yeah, and then Jeff Cobb destroys right. him. Jeff Cobb you, destroys you Yes, I'm going. Fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Honma wins. First round over Yoshihashi. Absolutely. Fuck it. Put money on it. <laughs> okay. I'll bet, I'll, bet, uh, I'll, right. bet, I'll bet one American dollar. Fine. You're on. Got it. You, it's as good as lost. Uh, okay, let's go to the right side of the bracket. This is an interesting one. Ibushi against Great Okan. Yeah. So Ibushi has been playing up on his social media that He's still injured. You know, he's not quite ready to come back. He didn't know that he was going to be in the New Japan Cup. The, the, the company put him in the New Japan Cup without his permission, without telling him. And, oh, my goodness, the people on Twitter. I mean, Ibushi does attract a certain type of fan. It's some, some very special people. And, again, I don't mean to be scornful of them because I love, love, love the fact that people like this exist. But some of the, the quotes, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe the company are doing this. This is really sus. Oh, big yikes. Are you the kidding me? Rushing him back. <laughs> and you know the, these people like, again I love that people just take this completely at face value and I don't want that to change I don't want everyone to be uh, embittered smarks who uh, 
just full of shit like like we are. But, you know, we're going to go into this match with Ibushi with his shoulder all taped up and Okan's going to come out and be ripping the shoulder tape off and stamping on his shoulder going, ha, ah, ha, 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 And these people are going to be going, no, what's happening? I can't believe it. How, how can they be so unsafe? How have they done this to Ibushi? And, and Okan's going to win. He's going to get the upset now, I'm, I'm fairly certain. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be very, very fun to watch. I'm going to, I'm going to put this out here because I, because I, I feel like I need some of that in my life. I I will, I, if, if you're in anywhere on the East coast, I will, I will drive to, to your area and I will buy you two alcoholic beverages. And I just want to sit and talk with you about life and about, you know, is there life after death? I'm going to talk about all these because, because it feels to me that you are a positive probably a friendly just you have joy in your heart and i feel like i need that i need that so if you're one of those people that are going to be distraught at the idea of the great okan stomping away on the injured kota abushi please contact us <laughs> I, I need to i need to i need your energy i i need your energy uh, that being said, you know, New Japan does like to do this, though. Like the guy who's hasn't been in action for a while, and now you're stepping up to the plate in a pretty big tournament. First round, you're out, right? Because you haven't been in the ring, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you- and Okan's had this little series of singles matches. Yeah. He lost to Ibushi in the G1, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, I, I think Okan is someone who would need a little run of this tournament. And why would they put him up against Ibushi if not to upset him? Right. There, by the way, all that that I just said, nobody like that listens to this show, right? <laughs> no one. No one does that. Um, they would hate this show. I mean, they would they, honestly, they would hate this show just for the, the reason that I explained. Um, yeah, Okan. I'm going Okan. Then we got Yohei Oiwa against Zack Sabre Jr. I quite like looking forward to that just as a, a showcase of Oiwa's wrestling and see how far he's come so far. But uh, Zack is winning. Got to be Zack, right? Yep, I agree. And then Yuta Nakashima against Aaron Hanare. It's a Hanare win. Yes, Hanare, yep. Bushi against Will Ospreay. They had a really good match. Was it maybe King of Pro Wrestling towards the tail end of 2019, I want to say? So this one could actually be really good, uh, but Ospreay is winning. No way Will is losing this match. Uh, Ishii against Shingo. This one is trickier. This is coming more towards coin yeah. territory. Uh, but I do think, given that Shingo just lost the heavyweight championship, I think he needs a run in this tournament. And also, he's a really good wrestler. So I'm picking Shingo to win and progress. We take a, we take a bit of a dip in quality too after that after that banger of a match. Tangaloa. <laughs> making a return to New Japan rings. Uh, we'll take on the winner of the Ishii-Shingo match. Um, I would think Shingo wins, but I, it is a coin flip. I, not, Ishii winning would not surprise me. I'm going to go Shingo. Chase Owens, <laughs> Chase Owens against Shadow. Chase, yeah, Chase Owens wins. Is this going to be one of those... You lie down. No, no, no. You lie down. Okay, I'll lie down. One. Yeah, it, will, it will be oh, five minutes long. It will be fine. I will yeah. probably chuckle. It will be okay. Th- then we, the winner of that match takes on the great Tiger Mask. 
it's got to be Chase winning, right? Yes. Okay. All right, I'm with you. Chase moves on. Then what? To Gooch Evil, right? Yes. Uh, and again, that could be quite a fun match. There'll be a lot of shenanigans in it, but Evil will win. I would think so. If 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 we're going by heavies beating juniors, then Hiromu against Show. And again, this one is trickier. I could definitely see Show winning this one, but the fact that it's Suzuki in the next round, I just think Show versus wow. Suzuki. That's I don't bone think material. so. Hiromu so versus to win. fucking Suzuki. <laughs> That's crazy. I tell you what, there's a. I've seen a lot of uh, interest in in Hiromu taking a taking a walk up to the heavyweight ranks. That'd be something. That'd be fun. But Sho seems like the guy that would fit better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Again, I just I don't think they would do Sho versus Suzuki. They like Sho. They really like Sho. I'm going show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. You know, maybe do a similar thing that they did with Evil Ishii and just have show. I don't know, maybe wrestles the final five minutes cleanly and, and pulls out the win using his own skills. But yeah, that one is very, very tricky to predict. If show wins, I would not be shocked, but I'm picking Hiromu. All right. Um, now, do we want to leave it at that? Do you want to leave it at this? And then as this thing goes on, we'll, we'll make our picks. Or do you want to just do them all right now? I think we should do the whole thing. All right, all right. As is tradition. Um, Okay, second round then. We both have Okada against Watto. Again, nice little showcase match for Watto. Uh, Getting having a singles match with Okada, but Okada wins. No way. There's no way Watto pins Okada here. No way. Then Taichi against Tenzan. Uh, Again, I think that'll be decent. And I have Taichi winning. Taichi's got to win just because Tenzan won't be able to move at this point. Then we would have Goto against Dick Togo. And yeah, that's a Hiroki Goto win. Yep, I agree. And then Sima against Kanemaru. Uh, maybe a little bit trickier to call. I do think Sima wins this. Kanemaru is a guy who I think the New Japan don't mind lying down for outsiders. So I'm going to go for Sima to win that one. I'm going to go Kanemaru. Kanemaru. I don't know if you can hear it, Joel. The dog's barking right now. Yes, I can hear it. That's what I have to hear all fucking day long. <sighs> okay, good. All right. <laughs> I, I don't want to say, oh, that must be so frustrating. <laughs> <don't want> <laughs> uh, Fuck your feelings have... is what I want you to say. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. Tanahashi against Farley. They got long history together. A lot of quite fun matches between them. Uh, Tanahashi wins. Tanahashi wins. Yes, I agree. Naito against Ghetto. Naito wins. Yes. Then Jeff Cobb against Kojima. Jeff Cobb. Cobb wins. Yeah. And then I have Yoshihashi against Fujita, and I have Yoshihashi winning. You have Honma against Fujita, presumably Honma, Honma wins. Win. Yep, that's correct. Right. Then other side of the bracket, uh, I have, yeah, well, we both have Great Okan versus Ishimori, and I think Great Okan wins. I do too, yes. Then Zack Sabre Jr. against Doki, which really fun match. I would look forward to that a lot. Uh, Zack wins. Yes, you would think yes. The Hinari against Sanada, I think that's a win for Sanada. I'm going to say Hanare, who Ooh. then challenges for the U.S. strap. My am I fucking okay. mind now? No, I would that that would surprise me, but I wouldn't be like, oh my god, what are you doing, New Japan? Because here's the thing: if you look at the next bracket, it's Will, right, who beats Bushi in the first round, 
who mm. would wrestle, who gets a buy, El Fantasmo, right? Mm. Right? So then... Yes. So I don't think Will Ospreay is going to challenge for the U.S. title, right? So Sonata's got Go ahead. He might. Ah, come on. He just got the fucking world title. I, and you need to put you you need to finally give Hanare a push, right? So what are you saying that you, the way your brackets play out, you have Osprey against Hanare? Yes. Empire versus Empire. Yes. Okay. Well, I suppose that brings us on to the next one, which is Osprey against ELP. Now, I do think Will Osprey wins, but they have a long history together. They do. And in their singles matches, El Fantasma is actually three two ahead of Osprey. So. If we're doing this El Fantasma heavyweight thing, do not be completely stunned if ELP picks up the upset win over Osprey. I well, don't think he will, yeah. but there's a non-zero chance of ELP winning that. That's it's a good spot circle. for him, yeah. It is a good spot for him. And you do, and we haven't really had that upset, have we? Besides Abushi, right? Mm. Not, that's not a bad call right there. That is not a bad call right there with El Fantasma. Then Shingo against Tangaloa. I have Shingo winning. Yes, I have Shingo winning. Chase Owens against Tiger Mask, and Chase Owens winning. Yeah, he's getting deep here. Yep. Evil against Tamatonga. Again, that's also an interesting one, given everything that's happening with uh, Bullet Club. But Tamatonga could win that. He could win that. But I'm picking Evil to win. I think we're... And again, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but it's... Uh, I think we're looking at a little G.O.D. and they're going to have their hands full with other shit, I think. So I'm going to go evil. And then I have Hiromu against Suzuki and Hiromu winning. I have show Suzuki and I have Suzuki winning. Okay, so going back to the left side, then we have Okada versus Taichi. This one's really hard to pick as well. My heart says Taichi. I think, you know, Taichi would be great to finally get that win over Okada and often you do get a big upset and someone like Taichi just making a run out of nowhere to go deep in the tournament. But I think Okada wins. Have the guts. Have the guts. Taichi gets a win. Challenges for the fucking title. Yeah, possibly. I mean, there's that, what would be the Sumo Hall Turbo Turbo team. I, don't, I can't remember what the show's called. I mean, Okada's got to lose, right? So Okada's, Okada's got to lose. He's got to set up some challengers. And I look at the bottom of the fucking bracket. Who's the guy? Naito? Jeff Cobb? Like, like Cobb is not meeting Okada, Okada until, like, the, the, the semifinals, right? Hmm. Is, that, is that where Okada gets his loss? Or is it before that? I can't tell you. That would be spoiling my brain. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Like, does Okada yeah. lose to someone to set up a challenge um, in, the, in in anywhere in that bracket before Jeff Cobb? Because I feel like Jeff Cobb is his next challenge, right? Mm. And so it could be, we could go the easy way and just have Okada blaze through to the, to the end with Jeff Cobb on the bottom of the, the, the left bracket going up. And it's Okada and and Cobb in the finals with uh, Cobb winning, setting up, you know, a challenge. That's I would have no problem with that if that's the, the way you're going to go. We could get rid of this early and say Taichi. 
I my again, I would love it if Taichi wins. I would say I'm seventy thirty on Okada, and for the sake of this these pickups, I'm going with Okada. But okay. you, are you are you saying Taichi gets the upset here? Listen, I'm the one that's sticking my neck out for everything. I wanted you to. It's your guy. That's your boy. No, I'm a coward. Oh, all right, all right. I'm with you then. I'm I'm in the coward's boat. I say Okada wins. Okay, so I have then Goto against Sima. You I, would have Goto yeah. against Kanemaru. I, I'm actually picking Sima to, to go through. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yep. I'm going Goto. Uh, then I have Tanahashi against Naito. And Naito wins. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> yeah. I won't be surprised. That would be back-to-back big losses for Tanahashi. Yeah, I guess he's the guy that's going to have to do it. Tanahashi, he's Teflon. Yeah. Don't hurt him. Uh, right, then so. I have Jeff Cobb against Yoshihashi and Jeff Cobb to win. You have Jeff Cobb against Honma. Yep, Cobb destroys him. On he goes. Okay, right side, I have Okan against Zach. Uh, again, this was very tough to call. I could see Zach going deep in this tournament as well. But I am picking Okan here to avenge his G1 loss. So I'm, to go through. Yeah, I'm going Okan too because here's the thing. Zach always goes deep in this. You know, it feel, doesn't it feel like he always goes deep in New Japan Cup? Let's give Okan a shot. Then I have Sanada against Osprey. And I actually have Sanada winning here. I could see him doing his, his little clutch roll-up thing and getting the win over Osprey. Mm, I have Hanare against Osprey. And I think mm-hmm. uh, Osprey wins. Then I have Shingo against Chase Owens. That's an easy win for Shingo. Yeah, Shingo wins. And then Evil against Hiromu. Really tough to call. It would not stun me if Hiromu finally wins. But I think Hiromu Evil is a, a long-term rivalry that they want going on where Hiromu has really got a struggle for that win. So I'm picking Evil to beat Hiromu. And See, you would have uh, Evil against Suzuki? Yeah. I would have to have Show versus Evil at that point. And that... Doesn't seem very likely, does it? Mm. So you had Show beating Suzuki in the previous round. Yeah, by some fucking shenanigan. Yeah. Mm. I just don't see Suzuki working more than fucking two nights, to be honest with you. That's really yeah. it. Um, yeah, but then but now I'm looking at it, it's like evil show. That ain't going to fucking happen, is it? <sighs> yeah, I guess I fucked my bracket, but I'll just say Show goes on. I mean, evil goes on. Okay, uh, and I have Okada against Sima, and again, this is this is my end game. A nice big singles match against Okada for Sima, but Okada wins and goes through to the semis. Yeah, Okada makes it to the semis here. So, what have you, what have you got, Okada Goto there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I have Naito against Jeff Cobb. I have Jeff Cobb getting his win back from Wrestle Kingdom, and Jeff Cobb going to the semis. I as exactly as well. Then I have Okan against Sanada, and I have Okan winning, getting back his win from Wrestle Kingdom and setting up a future US title challenge. So I would have Okan versus fucking Osprey, and that doesn't really make much sense, does it? <laughs> You've got Osprey just blow through these United Empire buddies. Yeah, I mean, she's fucking pinned to all. Yeah, fuck me, why not? I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Do it. And then I've got Shingo against Evil, and I'm picking Shingo to win. Yes, me too. I have that. Then semi-final, I've got Okada against Jeff Cobb, and I have Jeff Cobb winning and going to the finals. That is what I have. I'm going to quickly do strong, because uh, Rocky has decided to pay me in NFTs, and I'm not really happy about that. 
yeah, so this episode we had DKC and Kevin Knight against Midnight Heat. I like Midnight Heat as the old school throwback sort of 80s territory heel tag team with their, their gear and music and hair. That was good. I'd like to see more of them. Fred Rosser versus Gabe Kidd had a really good match and they hit each other very hard as expected. So do check that one out. And it's been a tough week for Gabe Kidd. He said last night that he's not well. He's taking some time off to recover because... You know, last week I was praising him for his shit-talking Daniel Garcia, and I was looking at that through the lens of a pro wrestler building up a pro wrestling match, but in retrospect, and in light of the Twitter flares, it looks more like someone, to be honest, in the middle of a, a manic episode. And, and I grew up with a mother with bipolar disorder. Like, when she was in the middle of an episode, she could start a, a friggin' argument in an empty room. So whilst I don't think Twitter helped things, I don't think it was the direct cause of them either. I think all things considered, that wasn't the behaviour of a happy, healthy individual. Uh, I mean, as a side note, I do think all New Japan wrestlers should receive social media training to mitigate things like this, but knowing how to tweet properly isn't going to be a magical cure-all for someone who's already struggling with their mental health. So I'm glad he's being taken care of. I'm glad he's open and honest about it and, and hope he gets well soon. Yeah, uh, I, will, also, I will say this, that, that your mom's my, MySpace, it was off the fucking rails, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Just that was yeah, she was out of her uh, uh, also, let's get Fred Ross into Japan. If we're talking new visas, I think he's got to be close to the top of the list for me. And we had uh, main white, uh, the main event, Jay White versus Jay Lethal, which was really good. I am actually enjoying these Jay White against veteran matches. They're putting a lot of thought into them, some really nice uh, stories being told, good psychology and good counters and reversals. So, again, I do think that one is worth checking out. Uh, it's been a big week for Jay White. He had a, a pretty good match with Trent on Rampage. He's kicked Gorilla's Destiny out of Bullet Club on Impact. He brought in the Good Brothers. In-ring answers, I feel as soon as Jay White is ready to come back to Japan, he shoots right back to the top of New Japan. Do you feel he's the one to take it off Okada? Clayton says, what will the outcome of the Bullet Club Civil War be once Jay returns to Japan? Multiverse A says, it seems that Jay White is creating an all-star version of the Bullet Club across New Japan, AEW and Impact. Do you think this will help revitalize interest in Bullet Club and New Japan? Or does it seem to be a story that really only brings interest to Jay and not New Japan? Uh, I mean, look, he's he's making the most out of his time in the United States, right? And he's not going to leave the United States until he gets the, the, the green card situation ironed out. And why would he, being that he's living his best fucking life right now? He's on national television. Uh, he has a, uh, He's obviously in love. He has a wonderful piece of property. Uh, again, why? <laughs> why? So, again, he's not going to ruin that that situation. When that gets ironed out, I'm sure we will see him in a New Japan ring. But until that time, he's making the most of a situation that, quite honestly, uh, I think a lot of people would be jealous of. All right. Well, that will do it for today. I need to go to work. So redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. If you want to throw some money our way, Discord link, you can DM me on Twitter and I'll send that to you. At Cobra Kawaii and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash super J cast for our great t-shirts. Big thank you to Editor Dan. You can find him on Twitter at LousyHero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. They've got a, a new show up there about uh, Eurograps with uh, our friend Neil David, so do check that out. Give us a five-snake review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at SuperJCast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye. <laughs>